Welcome to the Future of Everything podcast with world-renowned futurist and best-selling author, Nick Webb. In this episode, Nick will share the big future trends that are impacting your organization in the areas of innovation, emerging technologies, leadership, and the rapidly changing workplace. Get ready to see the future. Ladies and gentlemen, Nick Webb. Hi, this is Nick Webb, and welcome to another episode of The Nick Webb Show. You know, in my podcast, my goal is really simple, to provide actionable, novel insights that my listeners can apply immediately in their organization, in their career, and even their life. As you may recall, the first 24 podcasts of this series is the 24 Tips for 2024. Each of these short podcasts that last about 15 minutes long will provide actionable takeaways that you can apply immediately within your organization, within your career, and within your life to have a positive change. I mean, that's my objective. The information I provide is based on some of my best-selling books and some of the deep research we do in our management consulting practice and in the work I do as a keynote speaker. Okay, now as you may recall, the first of the 24 tips for 2024 was to get clear. In that podcast, I mentioned that it's really important to realize that we do not live in a time of uncertainty, contrary to popular belief. We just live in a time of complexity. But the good news is, if we can lean into the amorphous blob that is complexity, we can understand what lives there so that we can apply those superpowers to drive sustainable growth, profitability, our ability to attract and keep mission-critical talent, our ability to be an effective leader, to significantly increase returns on strategic goals, and the list goes on and on, right? And to have a great, happy life. I mean, all of that works together, and that's what this is all about. Now, during that first uh, podcast, I mentioned that there are three dimensions of clarity, The first dimension is understanding the marketscape. The second dimension is understanding your own culture. And the third dimension is having a great sense of self-awareness. That is the dimensions that make up clarity. I talk about this in my best-selling book, Lucid Leadership, that the new superpower of leaders today is lucidity, being clear. People want to follow a leader that's clear about the marketscape that's clear about their culture, and ultimately are self-aware and understand the impact they're having on others. The second podcast of the series was on getting happy. Turns out that being happy is a decision that we can all make, and based on my book, Happy Work, we've discovered that it is, in fact, possible to figure out how to be happy. And if you follow some straightforward guidelines, all of the great philosophers, Uh, theologians, uh, metaphysicians, uh, experts, psychologists, they're all saying the same thing. And we've sort of aggregated those to realize that getting happy is a strategy and we can all learn it. Okay, so the purpose of this podcast, podcast number three, is that the tip is about how do we understand our marketscape? Now, let me describe how I see the definition of a marketscape versus a marketplace. I see the term marketscape as describing a landscape of, yes, competitors, yes, market trends and economic trends, but also technological and sociological and other types of trends that make up the net totality of what we deal with outside our bread brick buildings. 
And I think where a lot of leaders lose it is they are under the impression if they've got good competitive intelligence and they've got good market data, that they're going to be able to really kill it in the marketplace. And that's just not true because what is the impact of artificial intelligence, for an example, in terms of how we can significantly increase the way in which we deliver value, the way in which we improve our messaging, the way in which we distribute our messaging? How does this external world uh, really impact sociological trends that are pretty easy to map? And we like to use things like netnographic analysis, where we take a look at the social ether to find out what the world's talking about. And then from there, we build out theme maps so we can understand these various themes. So understanding the market scape, I think, is far more important than just understanding the singularity of the marketplace. So how do you do that? Here's what I recommend. And I do it with several of my clients with great success is we build out future casting teams or some of my clients refer to them as future ready teams. And they actually bolt this into their enterprise strategy. Now, some organizations have executive uh, strategic committees and so on. And um, this is very similar to a strategic executive committee, except it's bringing people in that may be orthogonal to your thinking, right? What I have found is that most organizations bring in people that look like them and sound like them and see the world the same way they do. But that's a really a big mistake. I think it was Steve Shapiro that said, you know, work with people you don't get along with. <laughs> I'm not sure that's a good idea or not, but I, I get his point, And that is to find people that really see the world very, very differently. Now, from a practical perspective, we need to bring in data scientists and AI experts because the impact of data science and the impact of AI is really, really big in our enterprise. And if we don't really make them part of and give them a seat at the table, uh, we'll get, we're going to fail. I was just at a meeting recently where they had the chief information officer, the CIO in a, a strategic executive committee. And although he was a great guy and really knew uh, networking, he really had no idea about the future of AI, the impact of immersive uh, uh, technologies and, and wearable technologies as a healthcare company and so on. So just because somebody is a CIO or a CTO doesn't make them an expert in emerging areas like data science and artificial intelligence. You also want to bring in people that understand uh, the, the sort of generational ether. And that's why I recommend bringing in Generation Zs and Generation our millennials uh, to get their take. How do you see the world? You know, what does our business look like from the lens of TikTok or from the lens of Snapchat? How do millennials see us? And because it's important that we attract and keep mission critical talent, those new talents are going to come from these younger data pool or these younger pools. And so it's really important that we understand what they love and hate. So again, I think the best way to get an understanding of the marketscape is put together what we call team architecture. Somebody that understands the areas that are critical to our enterprise. And just for the record, AI and uh, various emerging technologies are absolutely uh, important to your organization. Um, and also look at things like, um, like robotic software automation, RSA. Robotic software automation can reduce the cost through elimination and automation by as much as 30 to 40% in your organization. So as you're looking at AI, realize that robotic software automation is probably just and maybe more important towards addressing costs. 
So there you go. That's the general idea about what it means to be clear about your market scape. You have to, first of all, make sure that the team that you put together for your future casting team uh, understands your strategy. So here's the process that we fall that we follow. When we work with organizations, we come in and we do a future readiness assessment. And the future ready assessment says, what is their level of maturity in terms of human experience, what we now call HX design? Um, what do, where, where is their current level of maturity that goes beyond outdated CX or consumer experience strategies? Uh, what is their level of maturity in terms of their cultural ether in terms of creating happiness as a strategy? Um, happiness as a strategy, H-A-A-S, is now a thing. And the best organizations are implementing human experience innovation where they, again, have a formal strategy around human experience innovation. And I'll have another podcast talking specifically about H-A-A-S and HX uh, to talk more detail about how we attract and keep uh, mission-critical talent, how we increase presenteeism, return on on human capital and so on. But for this for this talk, what I, I want to point out is the fact that we have to kind of look at our current state. And then from there, and, and by the way, it, it's best to have somebody that's not in your inner sanctum doing that because there's too much prejudicial view of the current state of your enterprise. So great leaders are having independent people come to their organization and do a current future readiness assessment. Where are we in terms of our maturity pathway across these key areas in terms of emerging technologies, workforce, uh, strategic design, innovation, and so on? Uh, what we find is that uh, our leaders, that we, when we present reports to leaders, they're really surprised to kind of find out how they benchmark compared to other organizations. Um, recently, we just did a project for an example, just using some collaborative ideation to be able to improve the return on stated strat strategic priorities. And during that, we were able to provide a $10 million return on investment. And again, I'm not saying that to sell you anything. The point that I'm making is this stuff works and it works with mathematical certainty. And you don't need to hire a consultant necessarily to do it. What you have to start with is a commitment to do it. So again, the process begins... If you want to get clear about the marketscape, is finding out where you currently are. You have to look at the map and get to that you are here mark on the map. Then once you build out your themes, you'll find that, wow, we do a really good job in terms of strategy, in terms of innovation, in terms of market intelligence, but we're really kind of failing in terms of creating that culture that drives engagement and productivity and so on. So I think that's really important is to, to look at what you, where you are and where you're not. And then your future casting team or your future readiness team now has something to work with. Where can we get informational gaps filled so that we can develop a higher level of core competency around these areas? I'm starting to sound like a management consultant. Ugh, when did that happen? Uh, <laughs> sorry, I don't know how to come up with other words that describe things other than what they're called. But uh, forgive me for that. All right, we're 11 minutes into my commitment to keeping this uh, podcast uh, less than 15 minutes. I hope that this provided you some insights that you can apply today in your job function and within your organization. So just for review, uh, the first podcast for the 24 tips for 2024 is to get clear. We know that we have to get clear across three dimensions, the marketscape, our own culture, and our own sense of self-awareness. 
And in order to get clear, we have to exit the erroneous urban legend that the future is uncertain and realize that the, cert, that the future is actually just complex. And if we lean into complexity, what I call the blur, then we can find these jewels that will drive our innovation and ultimately our enterprise growth. Also in episode two, I talk about happiness. Uh, happiness is legit. It's a thing, right? Happiness is a, it's okay to make happiness, to speaketh the words, that happiness can be part of the enterprise ether, that it really matters. I had the great honor of uh, addressing tens of thousands of Mayo Clinic employees on the future of happiness and joy. Great organizations are making happiness a priority. It's a beautiful thing. And even if you look at it from just the return on investment, uh, although I'd love to have my clients look at it for its general goodness, but if you look at it from a business process, it's a no-brainer. But if you look at it more importantly from the perspective of humanity, um, it's it's obviously something that should be a priority. So happiness is a thing. It's doable. It's predictable. It's measurable. But you're not going to get there with employee surveys and the outdated systems that were created back in the 1970s. And then lastly, the subject of this short podcast Get clear on your market scape. Go beyond market insights and competitive intelligence and understand what your current state is as it compares to rapidly emerging trends across all things that impact you. And that includes the society, it includes the economy, it includes emerging technologies, it includes the workforce, it includes all of your stated strategic priorities. All right. Well, I hope this uh, helps. I talked a little bit fast on this one because I had a lot to cover in a very, very short period of time. Look at us. We're going to close this out in about 14 minutes. Thank you so much for listening to uh, this uh, uh, podcast on the impact of of uh, market clarity. Uh, let's see. The next show is going to be on culture how we get a better idea about what the cultural ether is and how we can improve that culture to attract and keep mission-critical talent, improve productivity, and significantly improve both customer experience and innovation. All right, go out and have a great day. Until next time. You have been listening to the Future of Everything podcast with best-selling author and keynote speaker, Nick Webb. To continue getting hard-hitting, powerful insights, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. To learn more about Nick's consulting or speaking services, please visit Nick's website at nickweb.com.